The Koffler Gallery is proud to present the world premiere of a heart-wrenching and fascinating exhibition, The Synagogue at Babinyar, Turning the Nightmares of Evil into a Shared Dream of Good. Opening on the eve of Yom HaShoah, April 17th, and running until November, the multidisciplinary exhibition tells the bittersweet story of the Babinyar Synagogue, which stands on the grounds of the first large-scale massacre of the Holocaust in 1941. Experience the full historical, political, artistic, and spiritual context of this incredible monument for the first time. The exhibition is free of charge. To learn more, visit KofflerArts.org. present to you and to the House, Sarah Jama, member-elect for the Electoral District of Hamilton Center, who has taken the oath and signed the roll and now claims the right to take her seat. Let the Honourable Member take her seat. That's what it sounded like a couple of weeks ago when the politicians in Ontario's legislature rose to officially welcome their newest MPP, Sarah Jama. It was her first day on the job. She'd just been sworn in after winning a by-election for Ontario's New Democrats in a Hamilton-area riding that was vacant because the former NDP leader Andrea Horvath had quit to become mayor. So while Jama got a warm round of applause that day, she didn't get it from the Ontario government's highest-profile Jewish politician, Solicitor General Michael Kersner. He was there, but in protest, he says he purposely did not clap. Kersner thinks Jama has crossed the line when it comes to her long-standing record of anti-Israel positions and even most recently, a social media post about a Palestinian terrorist. I want to play you a clip of her from a protest rally that she attended in the summer of 2021. It was during the conflict that erupted between Hamas and Israel and in the wake of the George Floyd murder by American police. They continue to call us terrorists. And again, when Palestinians got together to take up the street, it was Palestinian organizers that were targeted by the Hamilton police, that were ticketed, that were, there was a mother who was friend with the rest who didn't speak English. Over and over and over again, the Hamilton police protect Nazism in our city and continue to target black Muslims, Palestinians, saying that we don't have the right to push to exist. And it's true. The same liberal-minded people will continue to say that, you know what, it's fine if these things are happening because the issue will go away if you get the right people in positions of power. It's fine that, you know, Israel is illegitimate because Netanyahu's not there. And we know that that's not true because the same people will continue to fund the killing of people here locally and globally. We have someone in the crowd right now. Now, even though those comments were made before she was elected to office in March and she apologized publicly the day of the election, saying she was sorry if her comments offended anyone and that she's vowing to work on behalf of everyone in the province. Just a few days ago, Jama retweeted a social media post mourning the death of a Palestinian terrorist from Islamic Jihad who died of a hunger strike while being held without trial in an Israeli jail. That retweet went even too far for her own party who distanced themselves from her and they said they don't support it and that she doesn't support it either and the tweet was later taken down. For his part, Michael Kersner is expected to say more about this later today, Wednesday, when he rises to speak in the Ontario legislature. But he's giving the CJN Daily a preview of what he will say and what he plans to do about her. 
I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Wednesday, May the 10th, 2023. Welcome to the CJN Daily, a podcast of the Canadian Jewish News, sponsored by Metropia. Michael Kersner wears his Jewish faith openly. Although he grew up in the conservative movement and was on the boards of two large synagogues, Beth Tzedek and later Beth Emmeth, he now considers himself modern Orthodox. His journey to become more observant started, he says, around the time he entered politics. He now wears a kippah all the time, and he purposely weaves Hebrew and other Jewish religious observances into his new public role, like he did last week in Brampton when he announced $25 million in funding for the next couple of years for religious groups, including Jewish ones, to improve the safety of their buildings from hate crimes and terrorist attacks. Good morning, bonjour, boker tov, salam aleikum. <clears throat> now, earlier this week, Kirsner was on the show about his efforts to attend the coronation of King Charles's event that the Ontario government was putting on and how he managed to navigate this. We put the link for you in the show notes in case you missed that episode. But now we'll play the rest of the interview he did with us on how he feels he needs to stand up for his community, including what he can and cannot do on two hot-button issues, the annual anti-Israel Al-Quds Day rallies, which are held in Toronto at the end of April, and his protest against Sarah Jama. And joining us now from Toronto is Michael Kersner. Welcome to the CJN Daily. Hi, Alan. Great to be with you. Uh, so I want to ask you about Al-Quds Day. Since you're the Solicitor General, what can you do to stop Al-Quds? Well, uh, firstly, I want to say, and I was asked last week by the reporter from the Globe and Mail about my reaction to Sarah Jama. You know, I haven't had anything to say to her since she was sworn in. In fact, uh, just quickly, when uh, when she was being sworn in at the Ontario legislature, and I knew a lot about her because it was well documented, especially by B'nai B'rith, uh, I decided to take the high road. I attended when she was uh, uh, sworn her oath. Um I stood, although I didn't clap, although our government said, you know, we're, we're, we're concerned about you too. And I said, no, I'm a minister. I want to be there. But when she sent out that tweet, it just reminded me of what Al-Quds stands for. It's, Al-Quds is toxic to our democracy. And anybody that doubles down, or in Sarah Jama's case, tripled down on anti-Semitic rhetoric is completely unacceptable. And we will call it out. And we have... Uh, our, our, our government is very, very serious about rooting out hate crimes, about rooting out hate crimes of all types. You know, we'll call out Islamophobia. We'll call, we'll call out all forms of racism. But we don't need somebody in the Ontario legislature being toxic to our democracy. It'll be interesting seeing her this week, though. Uh, so are you going to say anything to her? Well, let me tell you also that the last time this happened with Joel Harden and he came he came forward. I actually decided I would call Joel Harden, and I consider Joel Harden a great colleague of mine, and we've exchanged views of differentiating that we don't have to always love the Israeli government, but we're not voting. I, I said to Joel, we're not, I don't vote in the Israeli election. Is, Israel is a democracy that we're proud of. It's a Jewish state. And I said, Joel, you have to understand that anti-Semitism has nothing to do with whether you like the government. And I've worked well with Joel, and I have to say, he's a great colleague in the legislature. I have no issues with him, and I've engaged him. And so has Michael Levitt and others in our Jewish community. What we need to do is remind Sarah Jama 
that we're part of a larger community. And it doesn't matter where we came from or how we got here. We have a duty to everyone to keep our community safe. And that means that we can't have Al-Quds, we can't have anti-hate riots, we can't have people going to the Fabad Gate Plaza, we can't have people camping out at Orifayim where they are disrupting our way of life. And it's not right. So how can you stop this? You're, you're, you're a cabinet minister. What can you do about Al-Quds? Well, listen, we also live in a country where people have rights of freedoms too. And what we need to do is to preach uh, preach what, what we stand for. And, you know, we were at the mosque in Brampton just this past Friday with Minister Ford and Minister Williams and, and two local MPPs, and we announced that there will be a new uh, uh, grant program that uh, synagogues, uh, in our case, and other Jewish institutions can apply for, for a grant that will help them upgrade their security and upgrade their uh, infrastructure. And it's, and, and it's something that we encourage many to do. I have to tell you, Ellen, I'm a great believer that the more we educate our neighbors all across our province about goodness and, and living together in peace, it, and, and the Premier says this all the time, it's more than 99% of Ontario are good people. And for that small group that doesn't wish us well, we have a message for you. We're going to call you out. But U.S. Solicitor General cannot stop the Elkoons. You can't do anything about it. There's there's hateful rhetoric coming out. Are there no charges going to be laid? Like, what are you guys doing about? That? Well, we, we we I don't direct any police services in Ontario, which is which is first and foremost. I speak to our police chiefs and and the OPP very regularly. Um, we're going to look into what is considered to be a a a peaceful rally, and people can differ on opinions, and that's okay too. Uh, but when it becomes toxic to our democracy. And when it becomes filled with vile hatred, we will call them out. By the way... So there's no charges? Or should we be looking for charges? Right now, I can't speak to that, Ellen, because I don't know the answer to that. I'll be honest. I don't know the answer. I know that uh, people can disagree with the state of Israel. That's okay. You can have a rally. That's okay. By the way, I want to say something, something very interesting. For the first time in many, many years, the Israeli flag was raised on their birthday, which was 75th birthday of Israel, Yom Ma'ud, I, I spoke on behalf of the government. I spoke in Hebrew with a consul general. There were 25, over 25 members of the government caucus was, were, were right behind me. These are amazing members who, who were all from Ontario. It wasn't just the Bathurst Street Corridor. And, and it, it was just overwhelming to see our government, led by our premier, who believes that everyone of diversity has a place in Ontario, and he leads by example. Our province, you know, uh, our province is a model province for diversity, and 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 I'm really proud of it. Yes, and, and unless you believe the B'nai B'rith, uh, B'nai B'rith statistics, which show Ontario has something like 1,500 uh, anti-Jewish hate crimes, or. Uh, Examples of anti-Semitism last year uh, in their audit. One is one is too many, but I can tell you, I can tell you proudly, living in a riding I call home, York Center. I say it to everyone. I give out my personal cell phone number, just like the premier, and people call me. I walk to Shul on Shabbat. I'll I'll walk through Clanton Park. I particularly enjoy, you know, experiencing different shuls that I didn't do years ago when I was president of a shul and vice president of another large shul. And to go to places like Pedaf Tikva and Magain David Svardik Synagogue and the Agudas has opened my eyes to what defines a community as being warm and welcoming. 
So yes, there are absolutely uh, issues of uh, of hatred we find in our community, but there's a lot of good too. There is, but then you know you had to give whatever millions of dollars last week for security on top of what the federal government gives because you can't go to synagogue without having panic buttons and security guards and cameras. So I mean. This is a reality that we. It, 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 it is, but Ellen, I walk uh, every Shabbat, and I'm and I and I feel safe. And what, when we compare to where we are elsewhere in the world or in the United States, I, I you know I want to remind all the viewers that that there's something special in Ontario. UJA's Walk with Israel is happening this Victoria Day, Monday, May 22nd. Join thousands of community members for the world's largest Israel Solidarity Walk, followed by an epic Israeli-themed beach party to celebrate Israel's 75th birthday. Get all the details by visiting walkwithisrael.com. This is our moment to unite as one strong and proud Jewish community, religious and secular, left and right, Jews and allies. Everyone belongs at the Walk with Israel. Register before May 19th, and if you use the promo code CJN, you can save 10% on all Walk Bundle packages. To register, visit walkwithisrael.com. By the way, the Toronto police do say they monitored the Al-Quds Day Parade, but there were no arrests or charges laid. As for the Joel Harden story that Kirzner was referencing, he was referring to how Harden, who's also a member of the NDP in Ontario, also had to apologize last fall because of some comments that he made in 2021 when he went around asking his Jewish neighbors how long we have to put up with Israel's treatment of the Palestinians and blamed Israel for all the violence in the Middle East. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Jason Rubenstein, who recently moved to Toronto. And we'll end with a fun fact about Michael Kirsner and the CJN's trying to figure out if he may actually be the 18th ever Jewish MPP in the province. Because wouldn't that be ironic and cool? as he follows in the footsteps of Alan Grossman and Charles Harnick and David Kroll and J.J. Glass, just to name a few. If you know, write to us at ebessner at thecjn.ca. Meanwhile, here is Kersner on another number that meant a lot to him. Since Confederation, less than 1,985 people have ever been elected to the Ontario legislature, which is a shockingly no, low number considering that we're a province of almost 15 million people. And my number is 1947. So uh, I said to the clerk with eager anticipation when I was sworn in, you know, 1947 or 1948 will work for me. So I'm 1947. One year short. Well, they did have the partition plan in 1947. Yeah.